9.22 on the fastest two hours in radio. Thank you so much for being a part of the Steakhouse. Steak Shapiro, Sandra Golden, as we uh, get things cooking on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, it is National Signing Day. The only guy in America you want sitting next to you above everyone else. And that, of course, is Rusty Manziel. Perfect day, sure. Do you think he's going to pull a... I'm super busy with um, National Signing Day. It's what I do for a living. <laughs> I could not get to Rusty Rocks because he has been known to to use that excuse of how busy he is. Right, right, right. And I just don't want to see him come in here. I understand that this is, you know, like uh, it's like CNN during a war, right, or Fox News during it's an election. True. Now's your time to shine, right? Dude. But w- we got but- more ears on you. Yeah, but I, but Rusty Rocks is he's gonna what be defines solved. him. He's going right? to do great. He's going to do it. It's help what yeah, defines sure. him. So, Speaking uh, of fabulous days, you see the weather today and tomorrow? 61, wow. 59, not a cloud in the sky. Man. So beautiful. Beautiful day today, huh? So, yes. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's been a nice little stretch of uh, warm weather. Mm-hmm. And uh, feels like with Braves headed to... Spring training, yeah, Northport, Northport, two big old peach tree movers, packed them up yesterday on their way. So they have to report by Wednesday. Most of the pitchers, catchers, players are likely heading there right now to just kind of get acclimated, slash away from their families. And the first workout is next Thursday. It's one of the wonderful things about what we do for a living, right, is turning the page and moving on. And we got a new chapter that will play itself out. Last time we checked in with the Braves was a – just gut-wrenching end of the season once again against the hated Philadelphia Phillies. And sure enough, we dust ourselves off, get a few months, add some pieces. And it's uh, interesting with the Super Bowl being later. I mean, yeah. Super Bowl ends and baseball starts right. literally three days later. Yeah. I love news. And then we're in that stretch of March Madness and the Masters yeah. and uh, opening baseball. And I was kind of thinking about it yesterday watching Raheem Morris. Like, you know, I've been I've been to a lot of those press conferences, man. You know, we sat here after the Minnesota loss, after the Carolina loss, after the Arizona loss. You go on the road, you get blown out by the Bears and the Saints. And it's like, all right, time to turn that p- chapter. Sure. And and it's time for a whole new era of Falcons football. And sure enough, I think once we figure out who our quarterback is going to be, I think by the time you and I get to training camp and Flowery Branch, which is not that far off, oh, I know. Goodness, no. You know what they say is you get older, the years go by, you know, it's a slow uh, groove, and then you get old like us, and it's like, wow, that stuff just turns over so fast. And and the Falcon fans will be back on board, just like Braves fans have a level of optimism right now that is unparalleled. I've been reading a lot about the Dodgers. They have a lot of question marks about, yes, they've spent an insane amount of money, but I think if you look top to bottom and you look at, you know, starting pitching and you look at depth in the lineup, even though they've got three superstars, right? Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and um, Shohei. Ochoa. Shohei, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Braves still have their lineup. So my point is the, the beauty of what we do is the seasons come up on each other, and I think uh, there's a lot of reasons and a lot of stories to be super excited about the Braves, and, and we know what that means around here, that the battery will start getting packed in the summertime, and all those things are, are playing themselves out. Um, Mike Johnson brought something up this morning within that press conference that – it's just a foregone conclusion that the quarterbacks that are on the roster now 
likely will not be, or at least two or three. Um, and it made him uncomfortable. Did you get that vibe in there, or do we all just assume, like, uh, yeah, we're getting a quarterback? Like, that's the assumption. Yeah, I mean, Did I you thought, find it weird how they were just talking about As him? if Desmond Ritter didn't exist? Yes, Is that what you mean? Abs- that's what Mike said, and I found an inter- mm-hmm. interesting take. I think him. it was, you know, refreshing that they addressed that we're going to have to go find a quarterback. And certainly Desmond Ritter, that's not a good moment for him. I think Desmond Ritter is going to be fine as a backup. I don't, maybe they don't think he, he's good enough to do that. But I saw Desmond Ritter win a number of games, which is all you can ask for from a backup. Yeah. Desmond Ritter's a backup and quarterback. And affordable on a third-round pick. Yeah. Exactly right, Sandra. Right. You're right, because because backup quarterbacks yeah. – Going rate is significant, right? Can be the you know millions and millions of dollars. Just to ask Matt Schaub and other guys that you know uh, didn't have to play and made a ton of money. I think I think that Raheem Morris has to look at uh, Desmond Ritter and say, "Are you good enough to be our backup quarterback if something happens to our starter?" I thought the conversation yesterday with uh, with Drew Butler it kind of all came home mm-hmm. to me. Like, you know, why am I talking about cap space? And why am I talking about, you know, you don't want to overspend on Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson. You need an adult in the room under center. And and the number eight pick, especially if you go defense, especially if you go to some of the guys that are being talked about by the Falcons at eight, you don't want to give that pick up, Sandra. You just don't. And in order to get up in the draft to start talking about the likes of Jaden Daniels or, you know, Drake May or, or tra- trade for Justin Fields, you're going to give up. You know, an, a ridiculously high draft pick that fell in your lap, as opposed to maybe saying if Kirk Cousins out there for sixty million, seventy million for two years, okay, like Drake London and Kyle Pitts and and Bijan and and company need a legitimate guy under center. It's two years. They need a real man in that huddle yes. to get this thing going. Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter is what you've had to go out and like. We go show up at the. At the uh, Mercedes-Benz, and we look out there, and those are the guys trotting out of the tunnel as our leader? It didn't work, and you've done that, and it didn't work. Yeah, so That's the other thing I was thinking about. I was watching a bunch of NFL Network last night as that um, opening night, media night, was going on, and they were just talking about quarterbacks in these top three off the board. Caleb Williams, Drake May, uh, Jaden Dan. One of them could be a C.J. Stroud. None of them could be a C.J. Stroud. Two of three. One of, it's a crapshoot. One of point. them is going to be a huge bust. We just don't know. At least one. Which of the three. Yeah. At least. I mean, 50% normally is at the top of the draft. Just go around the league and, and, and just take a look at it. And, and the, what's amazing is you can analyze Terry Fontenot and you can analyze Thomas Dimitrov and you can analyze all the GMs in the world and all the scouting departments. And the fact is, it is incredible with all the science and technology and game film and metrics and interviewing and and pro days and all those things that it is literally like walking up to a betting window in Las Vegas where they've set a line and you lay down your money and you pay your VIG and guess what? There's a 50% chance that bet cashes. Like if you bet the Chiefs this weekend, yep. and there's a 50% chance it doesn't. And that seems incredible with the amount of analysis, including a college career, right? I mean, go look at Jaden Daniels. Doesn't matter. Right, doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. So, like, we're going to get crazy as fans and say you blew it, but these are smart people that still have no ability to really be able to tell who to take. So, um, you know, I think that they've got to figure that out. 
and and over the next month and a half, watching how the Falcons make their quarterback decision, watching what they do in the draft, and seeing now the rumors that are floating that Chicago is not going to pass on Caleb, Caleb. Williams. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to pass on a guy right. at number one that could be, you know, um, their their 15-year, 10-year starter, insert, right? Yeah. It's the Ravens with Lamar Jackson where you don't worry about quarterback. It, it's uh, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs where you don't have to worry about quarterback. It's the Buffalo Bills where you don't have to worry about quarterback. It's the reason Buffalo's in there every year. Now, they haven't won it, right? Um, and there's a reason that San Francisco looked like they hit lightning in a bottle and found Brock Purdy. So, you know, I <laughs> and, and Brock Purdy's not being hyped like Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams being hyped like, how did the Bears pass on that? Oh, my goodness. And they go back yeah. two years in terms of contract because Justin Fields' contract's up, you know, essentially a year you have to make a decision The other thing that's so interesting to me is this Cole Cal- Calvin Ridley piece of the puzzle here, y'all. Yeah. If he re-signs with them and then we get another two, which comes into play when it comes to a Justin Fields. I mean, all of that is yeah, so interesting. Yeah, a great point. I mean, you want to talk about draft equity yeah. and building this roster – and if you end up with Ridley going back to Jacksonville and we get a number two, then you're really going to have an offseason that is going to excite people. It's 932 on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Quinn Snyder, I don't know what happened. We're going to move on. There's a lot we can do. If there ever was a day where we have a full show, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, if we can't entertain you for two hours, then there's a real problem, right? <laughs> When we come back, why Raheem Morris was a breath of fresh air and none of it really matters. And some folks did not like me bringing up a certain day in history. I'm here to tell you, I don't get emotional often. I'm not going to get grandstanding, but I'm going to tell you why I absolutely needed to ask a question. Those who try to forget history are destined to repeat it. We'll get to that when we come back. It's Steak and Sandra on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.